Welcome to Young Sheldon Cast, the podcast with only one rule. Never watch Young Sheldon. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Wit. You guys haven't watched, have you? No, I have not. Never watch Young Sheldon. I have murdered a little bit, but that's not one of our rules. So <laughs> I'm good to go. Good. Perfect. <laughs> a little bit of grand larceny too. Yep. No problem here. <laughs> so, Lorekeeper, is there anything we need to know about Young Sheldon? Young Sheldon the character. Yes. He's half Gloctonian, half human, earth human. He's a nine-year-old boy. He's in high school. Uh, he sort of failed up into high school. He's fully dumb, but everyone thinks he's really smart. Because of his bow tie. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Is it, is it all his bow tie? Is his bow tie doing all of the heavy lifting for that? For the smart stuff? It, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be hard for him to do the heavy lifting for being smart. It's not a magic bow tie, but it would be magic to any human because it does stuff we wouldn't understand. Yeah. He also can't really do any heavy lifting himself because of his hollow bird bones. But they give him perfect pitch. I'd make that trade. Me too, in a second. I feel like that's the, the elevator pitch of our show. Right. Some uptight executive like, look, just call my secretary and send her a package. I suppose that's a little interesting. So the bones are hollow? So, two John Lovitzes? <laughs> so John Lovitz plays both Glockdor and Greg Masters, my two favorite characters. Yeah. And then he like stops before the elevator doors close. He's like, leave something on my secretary's <laughs> desk. <laughs> like, yes! <laughs> so let's get right into this week's episode. We're on season one, episode 16. Killer Asteroids, Oklahoma, and a Frizzy Hair Machine. <laughs> Ooh, those seem really random. Yeah, that is all across the gamut. Gamut. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Play that clip. Thursday, TV's number one new show is back in a big way. But here's a twist. I've decided to become an actor. Maybe he'll learn to act normal. Boy genius Sheldon Cooper plus Jason Alexander. Holy mackerel. Who could ask for anything more? That looked dangerous. No, that looks dangerous. Young Sheldon's back. New CBS Thursday. So we got Jason Alexander. We got Costanza. <laughs> That's a good get for a guest star. Indeed. Did you guys notice what Mima was reading at the table? No. No. I just want to go back real quick. Uh, Is it Atlas? I don't Shug? know if we need a whole rewatch yet. <laughs> oh, I, I, oh. Racing journal. It's a horse. Is that a horse racing thing? Or dog racing? I don't know. It looks like a, a picture of a horse. Yeah, it's a horsey in the middle, or right? A weird dog. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Could be a Great Dane. It's some sort of betting thing. Gambling? Yes, it is. Oh, she's still up to it. It looks like her sweater's on inside out, too. No, that's just like a new thing they're doing with sweaters oh. these days. An old thing they were doing those days. <laughs> yeah, they did it in the old days, too. <laughs> it's coming back. Cool. So, Jason Alexander is the big thing. Mm -hmm. Just to sum it up really quick, Sheldon wants to be an actor. He, I guess Jason Alexander is his drama teacher or something, or a teacher that will like help him with tap dancing mm -hmm. and the theater yeah and i guess he's good because he was tap dancing yeah if you can tap dance you clearly have been through all the theater schools weird that sheldon would want to be an actor you child genius again back to our asshole narrator who is in, <laughs> in on the joke yeah it's just dunking on him um <laughs> 
I didn't see anything about killer asteroids. Uh, Oklahoma, I guess, do they mean the musical? They must. They can mean whatever we want it to mean. Yeah. I've never seen it, so. Me neither. I didn't know it was one. And then we have frizzy hair machine, which, that's not a thing? Is that like a perm thing? What is that? Uh, I, uh, do we have to watch this again already? There's nothing in here about frizzy hair or Oklahoma or killer asteroids. It's all about Costanza. Do we want to watch it at slow Oh, speed? yes, 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 I do. Should please. we do that already? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We may need to. Let's see the horror angle for this preview. Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Half speed. The perfect speed. Thursday. TV's number one new show is back in a big way. But here's a twist. I decided to become an actor. Maybe I'll learn that normal. <laughs> Boy genius Sheldon Cooper plus Jason Alexander. Holy back. Who could ask for anything more? No, that looks dangerous. Young Sheldon's back. New CBS Thursday. Wow. That split is really impressive. Is that really that kid doing that? Guess so. That's amazing. I know that Jason Alexander does a lot of Broadway stuff. Yeah, he is like a theater guy. Yeah. Like. I remember watching some interview with him when they were talking about Seinfeld when it started and nobody watched it. And he's like, Jerry, this is like a great show and I love it, but I don't even watch TV. <laughs> it's like he's one of those guys, mm-hmm. really smart theater guy. I don't even watch television. I watch television, this particular medium. Well, yeah, there's not a whole lot in there. What, what, where should we start? We'll start from the obvious. Sheldon is training to be in some production at school. Okay. But why does he want to be an actor? Where is this coming from? This doesn't really fit with anything we know. What is this like? His dad's a rock star. He loves the stage. Okay. Yeah. It's inside him. It's something we haven't seen, but we could be like, he has a genetic predisposition to. Oh, shit. Can his dad's or one of his dad's bands be the Killer Asteroids? Because that's a sweet band name. That's pretty good. I was thinking like maybe there's a Killer Asteroid coming to Earth. Mm -hmm. And then like it's this type of thing where like. Like it's going to kill people or like it's a really cool asteroid? Killer as in death, and everyone is going to die. And so it's like, everyone do what you want to do before you die. Oh. And he's like, I want to be an actor. Right. Okay. Well, I think it's both. I think that it is a killer asteroid that's coming to destroy Earth, but I also think that it's an asteroid that Glocktor's band plays on asteroids that are going to destroy whole planets. And his that band is called the Killer Asteroids. Cool. And that's the whole show takes place or is oh, broadcast that's from badass. it pyro at the end of your show yeah yeah it's like a big it's a spectacle for for extraterrestrials to watch that's that's perfect it's kind of like in a like hitchhiker's guide stuff where they like you know it's like the restaurant at the end of the universe (laughs) yeah yeah like people go to eat and watch the world uh, you know the universe Uh end he's in a band called killer asteroids which plays their show on asteroids that are about to smash into planets (laughs) yeah and every show ends with the destruction of an entire civilization Mm -hmm. you can't top that Okay. Well, Earth gets saved, though, as usual, right? Yeah. Maybe uh-huh. Oklahoma saves it. Maybe Oklahoma can, uh, maybe they'll turn me around and actually impress me. Okay. <laughs> okay. What if Greg Masters does it? 
What if Greg Masters and one of his inventions saves the planet? Like some sort okay. of frizzy hair machine or something? I was actually thinking <laughs> oh. maybe he's mm. trying to go clean, right? And so last time we saw him, he was like working at a fast food place. Maybe he's like trying to sell a device and he's trying to like work something he's already invented into a frizzy hair machine, which no one wants. Right? Because they're like, that's this. You know who wants it? Who? Jason Alexander. <laughs> More than anything. <laughs> Okay. Right. I'm thirsty for this idea. Please tell me. That's it. He needs to sell it to like some high profile bald person. Oh, because it actually gives you frizzy hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the frizzy hair machine going to do? Perms your hair. <laughs> Here, here's the thing though. Eventually, yes, he does get Jason Alexander to use it. And Jason Alexander's hair just like poofs like crazy. And it looks just like Kramer's hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And once he has the hair... He doesn't want to be a high school teacher anymore. Right. He's gone. Doesn't need to. He's back on Broadway. He's got a full head of frizzy hair. He's back doing the lead part in Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, I was thinking maybe he goes, what about back- cats? Maybe his whole body gets covered in frizzy hair. <laughs> and he's like, well, I could be in cats. He could create cats. I don't know how old cats is. I don't know what year this is. I was thinking like he would go back to Broadway and move back to New York City. And while there, like with his Kramer hair, would inspire. The real Kramer, who already got ripped <laughs> off. Like, he lives next to Kramer, uh-huh. and Kramer starts copying him. And then Larry David writes the Kramer <laughs> character based on that guy. Mm. And then they it's get... kind of convoluted. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> and then they get this guy who looks just like Jason Alexander, but without all the frizzy hair, or whatever the theater teacher's name is. So I was thinking that all of it kind of culminates, all of these plot lines converge right so there's like the big school production there's the asteroid coming right all extraterrestrial life outside of earth they're all watching they're all watching but then they see the school production and for whatever reason it is more interesting to them and they turn their attention to that and they're not tuning in to the killer asteroids do they demand the earth be saved uh, I think, I don't think so. I think that, uh, Glocktor is just like. He gets pissed and he he's pissed pulls a big lever and it. And it diverts. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Cause like, you. no one's watching. He's like, steer this bitch out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve me. You don't deserve these pyrotechnics. <laughs> Interstellar pyro. <laughs> Let's go on to another planet, boys. <laughs> Glocktor's John Lovitz, by the way, everyone. As is Greg Masters. As is right? Greg Masters. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Except Glocktor is John Lovitz with his skin painted green and little greeblies on coming out of his forehead, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. And he's wearing like rock and roll outfits all the time and he has multiple <laughs> arms. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. We're blowing right through this one. I think we need some more info on how Greg Masters creates the frizzy hair machine. Right. What was he doing last time? Sorry. Uh, he was working at a fast food restaurant. Right. And he had a he had a sidekick named Jeremy mm-hmm. and an undercover police <laughs> girlfriend who's Mary named- Apple Pie. Mary Apple Pie. Okay. She's already found out that he's not a child predator, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe she's like, this guy's such a loser. And he's like, no, I'm a genius scientist. I've invented this. She's like, what's that? And he's like, I don't know. Is it supposed to do something else? How does it accidentally well, like, go off at the why school? Why did he invent it? He invented it to save the day, right? Or is he actually inventing a frizzy oh, hair machine? he would know. Oh, shit. That's perfect because he knows about the asteroid too. 
He's going to be like, I can save the world. I'm a genius. Humanity needs me. He builds this machine. Maybe it's supposed to create a big, like, vast network of, like, intertwined <laughs> curly fibers to cushion the Earth and then bounce the asteroid off of away from the Earth. And he's supposed to be, like, aiming it out into space, but it, like, slips and shoots, like, down from the mountain into the school through a window and <laughs> hits teacher Jason Alexander's bald head. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the idea that they're doing Oklahoma and Jason Alexander's, like, also in it and not just the teacher. And... No one's really into it, but that's when he's leaning forward and the beam comes through the window and hits the top of his head. Right. And he has like the Kramer here. It like blows him through a wall and it looks like he's dead. And then, but he like stands up and the smoke and dust clear and his hair is just. And he does sort of like the Kramer stumble. (laughs) Oh, what was that? (laughs) And then he's like, Oklahoma with a down <laughs> Yeah, it's bol- bolstered his confidence. Yeah. I think before that, there's lots of scenes where he's like showing Sheldon how to do stuff. And then he's like crying in a closet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's so bummed mm-hmm. about his hair. I was thinking like maybe he's this ex-Broadway mm-hmm. performer and he was like amazing, but he went bald. And then that was it. And he had to like leave New York. <laughs> they told me to get out of the city. It oh, yeah, a, there's lots of flashbacks. He's got, like, long surfer hair yeah. and stuff. <laughs> it is a superficial business. They don't want anything to do with him when he loses his hair. Go teach theater in some small town middle school, high school, you idiot. <laughs> but I have amazing pitch. But I have amazing pitch. Pitch doesn't matter. But pitch, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the his... director who fired his name was Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and so when Sheldon goes to him and tells me he wants to be an actor, and he hears him singing, he's like, you have the pitch, but he turns around, he sees his hair, and he's like, he's the whole package. <laughs> That's when he says, holy mackerel. That's definitely when he sees him singing, right? Yes. Holy mackerel is in. He hears Sheldon sing, and it's like a revelation. <laughs> that pitch, that hair. Mr. Alexander's getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks the world's going to end, so maybe he... Wait, Mr. Alexander? Everyone thinks the world's going to end, right? Oh, everybody knows the killer asteroids are coming. Yeah. Okay. And Greg Masters is doing his best to fix that with the frizzy hair machine, makes the net. He's like totally discredited. So NASA is giving him zero funding. No one believes that he could fix it. He's just doing it on his own. Makes a giant hair net on his own. And Jeremy, his coworker at the fast food restaurant, is helping him in his lap. I like it. And they're listening to Oklahoma. How do they make the machine? Does it show anything that they're doing to produce it? We can montage through it. Yeah. I don't know. Be more 80s. Maybe we have a scene where he tells Jeremy that he needs an assistant and he's got the job and Jeremy's excited about saving Earth. And he's like, but this isn't going to be anything like working at the burger place. You know, this is scientific. And then it like has a montage of them building it. But like all the things they're doing look like making hamburgers. <laughs> like they're like flipping <laughs> things and dunking like things in chemicals right. with all these like bubbling liquid. And patties. It's patties. And flipping like, science patties over and over. When you finish machining the part, put it up here on the window and hit the bell and pull the next ticket. <laughs> People are driving around their lab and like taking stuff and be like, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. If you could please just pull forward, uh, we'll be out there as soon as we can. Please let the next car come up. <laughs> right. Zoom. They've got paper hats on. Yeah. He brings them to this high-tech lab. It's a stainless steel <laughs> version of the inside of the restaurant <laughs> kitchen with like a bunch of beakers and stuff <laughs> and equipment. And there's a My little- old lab. <laughs> yeah. There's 
a little <laughs> playground connected with a bunch of balls that you could, but they're not balls to play in. Like they're like very scientific balls. Like each color is full of a different chemical. Oh, I was right, just yeah. thinking it was like they're really modern break room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You no. Know? That's like NASA's really, um, they let people have like breaks that are really constructive. Right. Cause this is his old lab. When he worked at NASA, he's just like broken in or it's been. <laughs> yeah. Go down the slide. It'll help you think. <laughs> I've got some of my best ideas on this slide. <laughs> and he's like making <laughs> chemicals that are like an ingredient in the machine, but it's just like a big shake machine. <laughs> and he, you know, and like it's like soft serve. He has to like swirl it and stuff. More of the Oreo chemical. <laughs> the Oreo crumble chemical. O-R-E-O. Oh, damn it. Try the Butterfinger one. <laughs> I think we got it, Jeremy. And where's Mary Apple Pie? I mean, she's there helping. Pitching in, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. So she believes him? She's still undercover, though, right? He doesn't know who she is. But, she, but she's starting to be on his side. But True. her bosses are jerks. And they're like, we don't care what you think. We just need you to take this guy down. Right, because Apple Pie's not a real name. But he still calls her that. But she's still helping him in character. Right. Um... Well, how about we have something where, like, she helps him build the machine, and then when something goes wrong and it shoots down into the school, she's like, is this some sort of peep ray? <laughs> oh, it, like, shakes her faith? Yeah, and she's like, I have to go. Hmm. That's good. You don't understand. The asteroid's trajectory is directly to the school. How does it mess up and hit the school? He's trying to Maybe shoot into it, space. It seems like it messes up, and she's about to arrest him. And she's like, you sent a peep ray into that school, you freak. My bosses were right. But then it works. Oh, because he's like, I don't know. The computer said that was the correct angle. Or he's like, wait, wait. And then, you know, something, I don't know. Because then the big hairnet comes together across Earth. Maybe. Wait, no, the reason they, they divert it, Glocktor diverts it, right? Yes, because, of course, they like aren't going to let something mess with their show. We shoot a ray into space. They kind of think we're going to try something to stop the asteroid. Yeah. And they just like bounce it back and it hits the school. <laughs> Right. The rest of the band is into it, but Glocktor's like, no way, bro. We can find an easier show and an easier planet to destroy. It's because he gets jealous, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, he's a selfish rock star. Because everyone in space starts watching the, the high school musical. <laughs> what makes right? that production really good? The hair, the charm of Jason Alexander with the hair. Oh, okay. He comes, like, he slides, like, onto the stage oh, and just, yeah. like, steals the show. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's his amazing. His confidence is, like, bolstered. Yeah. Let's not forget young Sheldon splits. We see some aliens like watching it on TV. You have cameras where you can watch like the show, like the killer asteroid show. But you can also like see some dumb earthlings with a countdown clock, you know? <laughs> and like one of the one of the the views they have is into the school. And like aliens are like watching the high school play and they're like, too bald. <laughs> Gross. I heard that was a human flaw. The earthling sings well. <laughs> But his head is off putting. <laughs> I don't know, he sounds like a robot. For a dense boned fool. <laughs> yeah, and I but I love the idea of like the kids are doing the play and this ray comes through the through the window and hits him and he flies back through a wall and it's all like smoky and foggy. And then he comes stumbling out like Kramer <laughs> and singing Oklahoma songs. <laughs> and like it just blows everyone's minds. And everyone in the audience is standing up and clapping, and then like trillions of aliens. Galaxy wide, or like standing up and clapping, or huzzah! Yeah, flying around on hover scooters <laughs> while they're watching the screens, doing figure eights with each other. That's what they do when they're excited. <laughs> 
I feel like just motivation wise, this would make Glockfor want to kill them even more. So maybe someone else stops it. Okay, to kill Earth. Yeah, he would be we like. We haven't really made any other uh, Glocktonian characters, but we could. The show producer, the people like putting it on, they're like, oh no, we need to see the end of it or something. The killer asteroid manager. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, no, we're getting good ratings. We're gonna, we're gonna push it back ten minutes, and maybe that's it. He's like, I'm, you're push back the destruction. You could push back my whole band. I'm out of here. Push back my balls into your mouth. <laughs> no, uh, I don't have enough material for ten more minutes. <laughs> but or, I just played my closer. Or yeah, or he has some plan after the show. No, I said I have a hard out at Glorp o'clock. Glorp o'clock, and I've got hard glorp drugs to do. <laughs> I don't have time for all this. And he just pulls a big lever that's just there. Yeah. That breaks the asteroid in two, and they both go around Earth. <laughs> oh yeah, and hitting him and his banner on one, and like the audience is on the other one, and they just fly into Mars and. Explore. Or maybe that's it. Maybe his lead guitar player is like, "It's okay, we can we can blow it up without him." And he's like, "What? <laughs> we'll see about." Yeah, yeah. He sticks his head back out from behind the <laughs> asteroid curtain because he was doing asteroid drugs before the encore. Uh huh. He's like, "We'll see about that." <laughs> yeah, are nothing without me. And I'm so the space talent. <laughs> <the> space talent. <laughs> so he he stops the destruction just to spite everyone to make sure his lead guitar player can't do it without him. They'll make up later though. Yeah. They love each other. Or he's just fired. Or he's, and he's just replaced. Fired. <laughs> I love the idea of him pulling just... a lever and it just cracks the asteroid in two and splits it. And the other half just spins out of control like into the sun. <laughs> That's the one that his band's on? Yeah. Oh, where will I ever find another band? Oh, right. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm Glocktor. <laughs> Boy, that was a hot show. <laughs> I'll have to take my globe drugs. I feel like not slow. We should just rewatch it real quick just to sure. see if there's anything else we pick up on. Thursday, TV's number one new show is back in a big way. But here's a twist. I've decided to become an actor. Maybe he'll learn to act normal. Boy genius Sheldon Cooper plus Jason Alexander. Holy mackerel. Who could ask for anything more? That looked dangerous. No, that looks dangerous. Young Sheldon's back. New CBS Thursday. So he puts the hat on Sheldon. Sheldon doesn't want to wear it because it's heavy for his hollow bones. (laughs) <laughs> he's like, no, look, you need to wear it, okay? If you ever let anybody see the top of your head, you'll just be done in this business. It's <laughs> like, well, it's weird. We all wear hats and, and in this, this production. It's, it's so heavy that he falls and does that perfect split. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, people want, at home want to watch that trailer. Yeah, definitely watch the trailer. Um, all Do right. you know what? So Jason, that's a pretty neat episode. I think so. I don't think we really need anything more. Yeah, we got a lot going on, and it's pretty awesome. We have planets being saved, asteroids exploding. I don't want to be mean, but I think Jason Alexander is really talented, right? Mm-hmm. But is he basically just like John Lovitz with less juice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with less success. I mean, with more success, I, I guess. You know what? And here's a nice way to put it. He's a more intellectual John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. means less juice. <laughs> yeah, less juice. I mean- I don't really know how to say it, but we didn't exactly go out of our way to put two Jason Alexanders in our show. <laughs> yeah. 
Did we, I feel like, did we ever mention maybe Jason Alexander should be one of these people? I feel like we did, but man, it's just in my head. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter because we didn't decide on that. Who plays Mary Apple Pie? Right. We didn't figure that out either. Or Jeremy. It should just be Aaron Paul, who's like 45. Be like, <laughs> I'm 16 years old. Yes, Aaron Paul would be awesome. <laughs> he seems to have a good sense of humor. He'd be into it. Uh, and Mary what's her Apple. name? Amy Adams? Yep. <laughs> She'd be great. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, she's she's cool. Yeah. I was thinking maybe uh, some of the more intense, like Katie Sackoff. She'd be awesome. Because she's like focused and she would be like, mm-hmm. you know. She, yeah. She would totally, would obviously make a great cop, you know, like. And she's only 40 years younger than John Lovitz. <laughs> okay. So, Starbuck is Mary Apple Pie. Okay. Yeah. And like, she's like, can be very, you know, traditionally pretty and be dolled up, but like, she yeah. can also look like a tough. Badass. Yeah. Could it be Andy Dick dressed as a woman? <laughs> oh. Do you think John Lovitz would go for that? Oh, oh man. I, I have trouble on the oh. set. I don't know. No, we can't. We, we don't want that. Here's your new co-star. Yeah. We have to think about the tubes that we're setting up for these gerbils to play with each other, which is what they are to us since we're the executive producers. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make sure they're not going to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Other news radio characters that we could... Oh. Dress and drag? Um, well, Dave Foley is amazing at doing it. It would have right. to be Dave Foley. He's got a lot of experience. But then is he actually a dude or he's he is a woman? He's just dressed in drag the whole time for this show. Oh, he's a man undercover. Dave Foley style. I like it being a girl, but I don't know. That's really funny. It's him. Uh, you're hmm. right. You're right. I really like Starbucks. Katie Sackhoff. Um, well, I feel like this is a short one. Do we need anything else? Let's just check. Killer Asteroids. I think we Nailed got it. that, yeah. Oklahoma, we had that sprinkled everywhere. And a frizzy hair machine, which saves the day. Craig Masters again. Yeah, I think we did a great job. It's not our fault that was so easy. Right. It's not our fault we're efficient. <laughs> <laughs> I guess real quick before we go, Jared has the podcast listen coming. Uh, it's going pretty well. I'm just about done with Talker Texas Ranger. Over halfway through. Yeah, I guess I'll have listened to more when this comes out, but up to now, I've listened to 15 episodes, I think, maybe 16. And there's what, 22? I just listened to The Featherbound. Next episode, I think, is pretty cool uh, of Talker. Um, It's Eclipse, but we talk about modifying the mechanisms, was in that, and Mini Robot Walker. Oh, boy. That one's really good, I think. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Killer Asteroids, Oklahoma, Frizzy Hair Machine. Nail them all. We just need to nail all our promo shit. Stuff. <laughs> sixteen four two, y'all. What is sixteen four two, Devin? Well, it's a very simple thing you can do to help us out and let other people know about the show. All you have to do is take sixteen of your friends, tell them about the show four times a day. Uh-huh. And just do that every day for the next two years. <laughs> If you do that, you're helping us a lot, and I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another thing you can do. What's that, with? You can call us at 843-284-3566. We love this back and forth. Give us your ideas. Give us your insults. Give us your uh, chicken recipes. Tell us how to make a clock. That'd be great. I'd love it. And, you know, maybe we'll get on Discord and um, figure something out with people that are on there. Maybe we'll get someone to call in. I will get better about Discord. And yeah, we'll get better at Discord. We'll get people to call. Maybe we'll chat to some listeners on 
Young Sheldon cast. That would be awesome. I know. Like, yeah. we don't have to do a table talk for this. Why not? Fuck it. We could have a five-minute intro or outro where we talk to some people or who yeah. knows. And I mean, we could just have him as guests and be like, give us an idea. What's your idea? That's true. Because that's as good as any idea we come up with, uh, usually. Yeah. I'd be like, Did you watch the trailer? What's your idea? Mm-hmm. It's going to have to be a pretty hardcore vetting process, though, to make sure that they didn't actually watch it. Oh, we don't shit. want any fucking spy coming in shit. here and being like, what if, uh, and actually mentioning something from the show. If anybody does that, I will find a way to get a picture of your parents having sex, and I will send it to you. Easy. They'll be having sex with wit. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will have sex with your parents, and I will take a lot of pictures of it. And I will make one of those uh, those little guard things people put on their windshields, and I'll put it on the windshield of your car before you go to work the next day. Oh, on the inside to like reflect yeah. the sun? Yeah, and it'll be useful, and you'll be like, I guess I'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really shaming, but... Yeah. And, it, and the picture's on both sides, by the way. <laughs> Just um, saying. He won't even touch it up in Photoshop. <laughs> I won't have to. Ew. <laughs> well, what about... What about leaving us a review on iTunes? Is that good? That'd be awesome. Please. Yeah. Leave us a review, a five-star review, hopefully. Well, why stop there? Bump it. Can you do a six-star? You can leave a six-star review. Really? It's a little harder to do. You really have to work for it. You have to want it, but we will appreciate it that much more. But even if you can only do a five-star review, we really appreciate that too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't really understand how that helps us, but I mean, we'd like to read it. It's, It's good for morale. It's good for morale. We need it. We need it. Yeah, no, we don't really want you to do it to help us. We need it. (laughs) Please just do it. Please just do it. We're trying to speak from a position of authority right now, but we don't have any. Please just do this for us. Yeah. I mean, mean, at the end of the day, we're just like, do you like us? (laughs) (laughs) We're standing in the rain on the front stoop of your house with a smudged up poem that we wrote, and it's pathetic. Looking on our iPhones at the reviews. (laughs) So please. And refreshing. Do you not like us? <laughs> but why? We're so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to that. How come you wouldn't want to be with us? <laughs> How would you not want to leave us a review? <laughs> What's your fucking problem? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Please, please do that. You could also leave reviews for Advanced Sagebrush and Shootouts, Young Sheldon Cast, Talker Texas Ranger USA, Antiquated Sagecraft and Spell Wards. Yeah. Movie Pass Challenge, throw me a bone here. Yeah. Escape this podcast. Yes. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Very funny. Awesome Very funny. friends of the show. Pop-up film cast. Those guys are great. And if you're really funny, you can leave a one-star review and talk shit about us. But it's got to be hilarious. But do that on someone else's podcast. Like, leave <laughs> Joe Rogan a one-star review and shit yeah, talk but, us. But just talk about our podcast yeah. on Joe Rogan's and then send us a screenshot of it. Because he doesn't need any more five yeah, stars. He's, he's doing just fine. And we don't have a lot of stars. So that would totally tank us. So that's, that's true. We couldn't deal with that. We want you to like us. Right. <laughs> we would walk off that stoop of your house and find a puddle to drown ourselves in in the rain. <laughs> Time to slurp mud. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'll slurp some mud. It's all a nice guy like me can do. (laughs) Man, we're great. We're so great. 843-284-3566 is the phone number, and 1642 is the slogan. Tattoo it, remember it, sharpie it, 
and do it. And if you guys know any companies or anything that pay people to slurp mud, let us know. Yeah, we're trying to monetize this mud slurping thing. Because, <laughs> like, we're really good at it. All right. We'll see you all next week. Later. Bye.